Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we are going to be talking about seven things to do when you feel behind with money. And I've actually been golfing a couple times recently and I have golfed since I was a little kid. Um, I golfed in college and but I probably learned golf when I was I don't know, maybe seven, seven or eight. I feel like that sounds right. And so I've been playing golf a long time. And when I was younger, I would get really, really, really frustrated. I would get really frustrated when I was playing if I had some bad hits or I would get really frustrated because if I started playing well... Then I started thinking, or honestly, or if I start, if I was playing badly, I would be so focused on the five shots ahead of me that then I would literally whiff. Like I would be on the tee box and get in my own head. Basically, I'd be about to drive the ball, and I'd be thinking, "Oh my gosh, okay, I have to get." a bogey here or like I have to get par so I can make up for getting a bogey on the last hole or oh my gosh if I were to get a three here then that means this and all of this stuff and then I'd be able to end the round here and whatever and by doing that I would get so in my head and thinking about every single last thing and all this technique that then I would I would shank the ball I would have a, a bad th- a bad throw. Oh my gosh. I would have a bad hit. Then I would get more frustrated. And I was thinking about this recently and how that how so often that relates to money and how I hear clients who are saying these same things when, you know, they're on the metaphorical golf course and they're thinking about their next shot before even leaving the tee, getting in their own head, and then feeling that stress and frustration, you know around money. Okay. So how does this look like when it comes to finances? I see this happen so often, especially, especially with debt, but honestly for any like bigger goal for any goal, that's not like, okay, I'm going to accomplish it this month, but for any long-term goal. Okay. So maybe you're tackling debt right now and you are on, you're tackling one of your credit cards, but all the time you're like, oh my gosh, but I have five other credit cards and it's taking so long and I'm behind and I need to play catch up. And if I could pay off this one early, then I wouldn't, you know, feel so bad about this other thing. And you're constantly in a state of stress about five freaking things down the road instead of focusing on the card 
that you're currently, the credit card that you're currently paying off. Okay, instead of focusing on the credit card you're currently paying off, you're thinking like 10, 10 months, 12 months down the road of, okay, I need to do these other things, which then leaves you to be in this state where you are stressed and frustrated now. And the biggest thing is that being in a state where you're now stressed, you're frustrated, you are overthinking things, you're in your head, that doesn't help you pay off debt faster. That doesn't help you save for the savings goal faster. That doesn't help you hit whatever goal you want to hit. It does not help you do any of that faster. All it does is because you're in your head and you're not enjoying the journey, you're not enjoying um, what you're doing, you're not enjoying the time you're spending, you're not enjoying the things you're spending your money on. Now, again, not only are you still you know, taking the same amount of time to hit your goal, but now you're not having fun with it. Now you're also stressed. And so what we want to talk about is how we can, you know, seven tangible things that you can do when you are feeling that way. When you're feeling behind with money and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, now I need, I need to catch up. Okay. So, and, and I feel like you could apply that to, uh, you know, other sports too, or whatever. Maybe you're, you're about to shoot a free throw and all you can think about is, okay, if I make this free throw and then we go down and score, then we'd be almost tied. And then this, whereas like, all you need to do is stand there and focus on making the free throw. That's all you need to do. And I mean, we could get, we could get really deep on this. We could get really deep on this, but I mean, for me, that can show up in other areas of my life too, right? Like I can be stressed about next week at work on a Sunday thinking like, oh my gosh, I have this and this and this to do. Whereas then, you know, you get the Sunday scaries instead of enjoying Sundays. Now, again, it doesn't happen a lot just because I do love work and I do really look forward to work. But if I have a busy week and a lot of um, things that I've committed to, that can be something that comes up for me. And so this is so good. It's so necessary and so needed. So, and again, you could apply this to you becoming debt free. You could apply this to saving for a down payment on a house. You could apply this to anything. So let's talk about the seven different things that you can do. So number one, the first thing is break down your debt or savings goal or whatever it is. And so instead of saying, oh, well, I'm currently working, paying $36,000. And so you're always stressed about like, this is going to take so long and such a big number and like all of that stuff. Instead of that, say, okay, I'm paying off $36,000 of debt. Right now I'm focusing on first paying off my high interest credit card debt that is $1,200 and then only focus on that. Literally, instead of saying I'm paying off $36,000 of debt right now, instead say I'm paying off eleven dollars or $1,200 of debt right now. I am going to focus on paying off one the $1,200 of debt. That's what I'm focusing on because that can feel more manageable and help you stay in the present moment where you're no longer stressing about how you're going to take care of and pay down the $36,000 and instead focusing on this $1,000 or $1,200 loan um, credit card then that gets paid off, then you focus on the next one, then you focus on the next one, then you focus on the next one. So it can really help mentally to 
break down the amount that you're telling yourself that you're paying off right now. Or maybe for you're saving for a down payment on a house and you want to save $20,000, instead say, okay, I'm going to break this down into uh, 10, $2,000 increments. So my goal right now is to save 2000 and then I'm going to hit that goal. Yay. This is awesome. Then my goal is another 2000. Yay. I hit that goal. Then keep going and keep going and so forth. So that's a way to break it down to where you're not stressing and feeling so behind. You can just focus on what is what's going on right now. Number two, do not deprive yourself you are allowed to buy the things that you value spending your money on. You're allowed to buy Starbucks or go shopping or go on a vacation. And those are allowed to be financial goals. Those are allowed to be financial goals too. Um, Maybe you are, like the previous example, you're working on paying off a credit card that's $1,200 and then you get that paid off. And then your next financial goal is you're saving up to take a trip to... California. And so now you're saving, I don't know, I'm just making this up, $800 to save for that trip to California. And then you're going back to a different debt or maybe you're saving or doing whatever. That gets to be a financial goal that you can celebrate. You don't have to look at it like, yay, okay, I'm paying off my debt. Now I have to pause and save for this vacation and I suck because I'm pausing my goals. No, you're not pausing your goals. That's a financial goal. You going to California likely costs money. And so because it costs money, that's a financial goal. And we are allowed to celebrate those financial goals too. It's not only about, oh, it only counts or it's only a big deal if it's debt or savings. No, it's also a big deal for any of those other things. So by not depriving ourselves, then you're not resenting the goal. And then therefore that can help us from feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so behind. Number three, notice and release any guilt and shame you have on your current money situation. A lot of times when we start feeling bad or anxious or whatever about feeling behind about money, it's because we want to get rid of blank. I want to get rid of the debt because I feel so bad for having it. I want to get rid of the debt because I feel so stupid for taking out credit card debt. I want to get rid of the debt because that is embarrassing or whatever, where it doesn't have to be. Debt doesn't have to be bad. Debt is neutral. We are the ones who assign meaning to debt. And so anytime that comes up for you and you're feeling stressed and you're like, I'm going to be in debt for two more years and this sucks. I'm stressed. Say, okay, sure. I am currently in debt because I made a past investment that I'm now paying for. That's okay. Um, I'm allowed to have done that. And sure, it's going to take me approximately two years to pay that off on the pace that I'm at, but it's okay. There's nothing you should feel shame or guilt around while paying that off. And by releasing that shame and guilt now, you can stop being so in your head when it comes to um, you know, having debt or not having the savings or whatever that looks like. Number four, remember your competition. Remember your competition. And as a reminder, your competition is no one. 
if you start to feel behind and like, oh my gosh, I need to catch up and you're so focused on your next 10 goals, you can enjoy or you can miss enjoying the moment. You can really miss enjoying the moment. And I hear this. um, I've had this conversation so many times with clients where um, I'll say, you know, how's your week going? And they're like, really good. But I was really triggered by a, a kid I went to high school with. She just bought a house and it just made me feel like I'm behind because I haven't done that yet. And I'm like, okay, do you want a house right now? And my client's like, uh, well, no, I don't want a house right now. And I'm like, then how are you behind? How does her buying a house make you feel behind when that's her priority and that's not your priority right now? Or, um, you know, maybe she had different resources that you had to where you took out loans to go to school and she didn't have to or something. There's so many other reasons. But remember that you are not behind anyone. You're not competing with anyone. And I know that's easier said than done. But when that stuff comes up and you're like, I can't believe she has this or she got this, ask yourself, is that something I even want? Is that something that I even want? Because there's there's no competition that you're in. Number five, automatic transfers, automatic transfers, set it up, set yourself up to really be the CEO of your bank account. And this can really help if you're feeling behind with money and feeling like, oh, I'm just not getting ahead in the way that I want to and in, in the way that I know that I can. One of the things that you can do is set up automatic transfers where on the day you get paid, you have an automatic transfer to your savings account or to pay off your credit card to where that's already set up for you. So there's no kind of margin for error because it's done, right? It's done. It's gone on that day. So instead of have it set up that way, instead of saying, oh, at the end of the month, whatever's left over, I'll just manually transfer over. Nope have it be an automatic payment to where you are consistently making those wins. And it's also nice because you get to step back and again, really be the CEO of your finances instead of thinking, oh, it's another thing I need to add to my plate. Number six, remember that it isn't about the money. It isn't about the money. Do not sacrifice freedom on your journey to get freedom, right? Why do you feel behind with money? Why do you feel behind with money? Probably because there's a goal you want to reach and you feel like you should have hit it by now. So what is that goal? Think about what that goal is. Is the goal that you want to, again, become debt-free? Is the goal that you want to, um, I don't know, save for a house? Is the goal that you want to go back to school, save for whatever? Why do you want that goal. Like, why do you have that goal? Let's use debt free as an example. You have, you likely have the goal of, I want to be debt free because it will bring you more freedom. It will provide you more freedom. But then so often right now in your life, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm behind, I'm behind, I'm behind, you're sacrificing freedom, right? That doesn't feel free to me. Feeling constantly stressed about money and overwhelmed and anxious, that doesn't feel like freedom. So don't sacrifice freedom on the way to get more freedom. Or I'll see this a lot where someone will say, oh my gosh, I just, I'm working so much overtime. I'm so overwhelmed. And I'm like, okay, then take a day off. And they're like, I can't because I have to become debt free. 
Okay, so again, they won't, they're sacrificing freedom by taking overtime now, which that's fine if that's what you want to be doing. But if your main goal, your long-term goal is to have become debt-free so you can have more freedom, it's okay to take a day off now and experience some of that freedom on your way to more freedom. And number seven, number seven is let your money work as hard as you do. An example of this, make sure I talk about this a lot. There's, if you want to know what a high yield savings account is and why to open it and all of those things, I have an episode on high yield savings account so you can go and find that episode. But um, let your money work as hard as you do. Make sure that your all of your money is being optimized. So is your emergency fund sitting in your normal checking and savings account? Can you transfer that money to a high yield savings account where now, right now, if you're listening to this episode in real time, the high yield savings account truly feels like a low yield savings account, but it's still likely be- like way better than what your bank is offering. Um, and so again, if your money is going to sit there, make it work for you, make it freaking work for you. So those are the seven things, the seven things to think about. If you are feeling like I am behind with money, remember that it, it, you know, it's not about the money. It's so much deeper than money, but it's deeper than money. And you're allowed to experience fun and freedom and ease and flow and excitement and spending money and like you're allowed to experience all that now you do not have to wait to enjoy your life or your freedom or your time until you've hit those milestones and you're not behind anyone you are not behind anyone you are exactly where you're at at this moment for a reason and you've been through the things that you have because it's made you who you are today. So remember to take a second, take a deep breath, take a deep breath and remind yourself, put your hand on your heart and say, I am not behind with money. I am right where I'm meant to be. I am so excited to be working toward these financial goals, but the financial goals do not define me. I woke up worthy. You woke up worthy today. Nothing you can do can make you less worthy. Nothing you can do can make you more worthy. You are worthy just because you're worthy, period. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. Remember, if you love this episode, please take a second, leave a review, um, leave a rating on the podcast, and we'll see you back next week for another episode.